The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michter's American Whiskeys, and by Heaven Hill Brands. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fred Minnick Show. Fred here. We we got ourselves a holiday shopping list. So get your wallets, buckle up, and let's go! People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single barrel and small batch whiskey. Hard made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. Hey guys, Jay Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL, some of you have seen me on Instagram, and some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, trending topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now. Uncut with Jay Cutler. Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Dr. Green Thumb, a.k.a. Be Real. We invite you to come check out the illest, highest, most craziest podcast in the world, the Dr. Green Thumb Podcast. Come check out our random-ass conversations along with our crazy challenges. We got some of the dopest, iconic, and legendary guests in the world. We invite you to come catch a sesh, the Dr. Green Thumb Podcast. Listen and subscribe to us at Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come check out the Dr. Green Thumb Show. Doctor's orders, baby. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller Dan McKee and our master of maturation Andrea Wilson say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Heaven Hill Distillery has been lifting America's spirit since 1935. They celebrate American whiskey's rich traditions, guide its evolution, and champion its exciting future. For Heaven Hill, whiskey is more than a profession. 
It's a personal passion that is poured into every bottle shared with newcomers and aficionados alike. So whether you enjoy the simple pleasure of Evan Williams bottled in bond or savor the uniquely satisfying experience of a rare single barrel bourbon like Elijah Craig, 18 year old, you'll find a home at Heaven Hill. If you want to learn more about the craft and techniques of making quality American whiskey, check out educational resources and sign up for their newsletter at heavenhilldistillery.com. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cheers. So when we look at a holiday shopping list for you uh, for you bourbon drinkers out there, for those of you who are just going to take this episode and send it to your spouses, I want to make it really, really diverse. Now, I know most people who are listening to this podcast or following me, you're probably a bourbon drinker, maybe a rum drinker, but definitely uh, a bourbon drinker. So if you're, if you're sending this to somebody, I'm going to first tell... If we're going to first tell folks what not to buy a bourbon drinker. Don't buy a set of whiskey stones. Whiskey stones are the absolute worst thing that you can buy a uh, a whiskey drinker because none of us use them. Those that that entire genre of product is is like the bane of existence for most of uh, most of us. We because everybody you know we're into whiskey, right? So everyone is assuming like, oh, what do we get the whiskey guy in the family? What do we get the whiskey guy? Oh, I know. Let's get him a set of stones. That that sounds cool. Well, it sounds cool up until you hit your teeth on one of them, and you're like, oh, my God, that hurt. I might actually chip a tooth with doing this. Now, granted, you just, I don't know, just if you want your whiskey cool, put it in the freezer or put some ice in it. Nothing wrong with ice. So, yeah, that's my two cents on that. Do not buy whiskey stones. So that's a PSA for anybody who's listening to this, trying to figure out what to buy their beloved spouse, friend, whatever. Just don't get us whiskey stones. It's no good. They're no good. Okay, so what's something else that really stinks and you shouldn't buy a uh, a whiskey fan? Here's the only other thing that I would tell you not to get. And that is one of these spiritless whiskey imitation. There's a lot of uh, whiskey imitation products out there, and they serve a purpose. They're a part of uh, they're a part of this effort of like mocktails, and they're fantastic. You know, for a category to to have. So if, if you're out at a party and you don't want to drink, and you know they have one of those, and you can run around, looks like you have a cocktail. You know, it, it helps in the mocktail market. And I think there's a definite, definite place for that in every whiskey bar. And unless someone requests that, uh, I would not get it. Simply because a whiskey fan during the holidays is going to want whiskey. They're not going to want fake whiskey. And so I I would just stay away from the fake whiskey stuff. So whiskey stones, imitation whiskey. Those are the two things that I recommend not getting a whiskey drinker. Now, if you really dislike this person or you want to play a prank on them, buy them a bottle of vodka and some whiskey stones and maybe even throw in one of those little uh, little fake barrels so they can age the whiskey there. That'll, that'll show them how much you hate them. That'll show them. But anyway, so let's get to the gifts. Let's start with the non-actual alcohol gifts. 
I'm going to recommend that you get a bag of stave and bean. It is a coffee. You can hear. I got it right here. So this stuff is, uh, these are aged in peerless barrels. They're, it's um, started by a couple of fellas who are big bourbon fans. And a few years ago, I wrote an article about aging uh, coffee in bourbon barrels. And now everyone's doing it. But I got to learn uh, the process and and how um, and how it's done and why and how the the beans can really absorb some of those beautiful bourbon oaky notes. Um, and I think that this uh, this product stave and bean is is definitely created by people who know bourbon because you taste it and you're like, wow, this is like I just put a little bit of bourbon in my coffee. But I don't have bourbon in my coffee. It's just the taste of bourbon. So it's a really Really great uh, buy for someone who is a coffee lover and a bourbon lover, which that happens to be me. And the next uh, non-alcohol whiskey gift I'm going to recommend is the Meltdown Iceball Press. Now, you may recall my Bourbon Pursuit co-host and good buddy Kenny Coleman's uh, viral video of him uh, asking the question, uh, is this an $800 ice ball or this is how you make an $800 piece of ice? And basically that's the cost of the meltdown. They're they're expensive, but they're really, really cool. And they're basically this big giant hunk of metal, copper or steel. And you put you put a block of ice in there and you push down on it and it like, you know, it the pressure and um, the the heat, if you will, it's not even hot, but it just it just built pushes down, and inside is a mold, and a big uh, sphere comes out. If you know how to make clear ice, it'll be clear. But I I just think it's a really really cool gift uh, for any whiskey lover. But it's gonna set you back, to be honest with you. They are as expensive. As a as a, a jalopy car, so if you go to a used car dealership, you know the the cars that are in the back that you know you you sell to a sixteen year old kid, and he's rubbing all the pennies he can together to get a get a car. It that's basically what it would cost. Like you could trade this in for for a jalopy, you know, an old Ford Pinto or something like that. But uh, I would I, I just think it's so cool, and if you have the budget, you can get something like this. Uh, definitely get check out the meltdown. Now, if you're a little bit, if you're a little bit more, um, you know, dropping that kind of coin on anybody, I mean, you got to really love the person to do that. But if you're on, a, if it's more of a normal person, you know, or the budget's not there to get that big, expensive uh, ice ice sphere maker thingy, then check out any of the ice molds out there. Uh, the molds are molds are cool. And the fact is, is that every whiskey drinker needs to have those in the house. And every whiskey drinker at some point will use ice. I like ice all the time. I drink bourbon with ice all the time. However, uh, it you got to make sure you have the right glass. So make sure you're getting a good, good, decent rocks glass to go with it. And it, you could you could really have a nice little uh, nice little gift set there. Okay, so that's two items right there in the non-drinking category. Now I'm going to send you to the Glencairn. If you want the official, the Fred Minnick Show Glencairn, I got you can. There's a link in the description for my merch, uh, but you can get that. 
It's got the logo etched in there. But listen, folks, the Glencairn is the official glass of this podcast. It's my favorite glass. They don't pay me to say that. I just love that glass. I've used other glasses in spirits competitions, and none of them perform for whiskey like the Glencairn. Now, do some perform better for uh, brandies and for uh, rums and gins and things like that? Yeah, they do, actually. But the Glencairn is specifically designed for whiskey, and I don't think there's a better glass for, for whiskey nosing, for whiskey tasting, than the Glencairn. Also, I got Vodka Sucks t-shirts, hats, I uh, got podcast hats and shirts in that in that merch area, so make sure you're checking that out. Uh, also have some coasters. Every whiskey drinker needs a coaster. I like leather coasters because they don't get the whiskey doesn't get stuck on there, so whether you're getting my coaster or you're getting someone else's coaster, just make sure it's leather. The cloth ones are really nice too, but of course those have a shelf life. Uh, I do not like the stone ones. The stone ones almost get like almost like a suction thing happens, so you pick it up and it just dry, it's just like a it's kind of like a pain. So like a good leather coaster will get you through most whiskey drinking nights. And then you know if you have too much whiskey in a night, you might end up eating the uh, the leather coaster, and that's how you find out what leather tastes like as you're eating a leather coaster at three in the morning. You know. Okay, so next thing. Uh, what else would I recommend that is not whiskey, but for a whiskey drinker? Definitely cigars. There tends to be a lot of whiskey drinkers who just love cigars. And there is a company that I've been working with and I know really well uh, that is not that big on the national scene. They're called Divine Leaf. It is a kind of a new company but they're doing all of the they're getting their uh, tobacco from um, from Nicaragua and Nicaragua and doing a uh, doing blending and I think their cigars are absolutely phenomenal and they've got a club so go check them out divine leaf divine leaf I'll also put a link in the description for you okay so now we're going to go on to the spirits so the spirits category so we're talking about things that aren't bourbon but are definitely whiskey. So I'm going to be pairing things that I think are going to um, kind of reach the flavor profile that most whiskey drinkers are looking for. I'm going to start with gin. So in the American Spirits Council of Tasters, we picked uh, what we thought was the best gin, and it was this uh, Trillium Pink Pinot, Pinot Gin. So it didn't actually win best gin. It won best barrel-aged gin. A pretty big difference, actually. And, you know, gin is a category that is not aged in barrels. And the barrel finishing thing started about 10 years ago, and uh, it kind of took off. But this was one of the most beautiful, balanced, and kind of like sweet oak notes I'd ever tasted. And it's uh, in this brand called Trillium Pink Pinot Gin. So if you're if you have someone who likes the botanicalness of uh, of gin, but they also like the oak and sweeter notes of bourbon, this is going to be the perfect gin for them. So put that on your shopping list, Trillium Pink Pinot Gin. All right, so next up, uh, we're going to go to the brandy. So brandy is, uh, so whiskey is distilled grain aged in wood. Brandy is distilled fruit. 
And usually that fruit is grapes. And the biggest brandy-making region, biggest brandy-making country in the world is France. And France is best known for cognac. And cognac, of course, is a fantastic, um, you know, style of brandy, but it's really branding-centric. So, you know, I remember, you know, doing an event and just being in a liquor store once, and I saw about 10 people come in and ask for Remy Martin and Hennessy. And it was like, no one was coming in and asking for anything else. They were like, do you got Remy? You got Hennessy? Nope, I'm out. It was it was one of the most amazing things I'd ever seen in a liquor store. But I'm actually not going to take you down the cognac path. I'm going to recommend some Armagnac. Armagnac is a brandy made in the southwest of France. It is made in the area called Gascony, and it is delicious. It's usually single distilled, and the aging methods of it are very... The, the way they age it, the way the flavor profile is, it represents a lot of similar notes and the positive for bourbon. But it's also a breakaway of, uh, of, of styles of spirits. This is one of the only, only styles of spirits that is single distilled. It is very rare for that to happen. Usually people are distilling twice, uh, sometimes three times. In the case of vodka, they'll distill kajillion times. But Armagnac is really about the wine that goes into making it. So if you are a bourbon drinker or you, uh, your spouse or whoever you're buying for is a bourbon drinker and they happen to love wine, start looking in the category of Armagnac. Specifically, I really like the brand Chateau Artan. Chateau Artan is available in about 38 states. You can find it uh, rather easily. Uh, it'll have like a red wax around it. But when you walk into the store, any Armagnac that you see on the shelf will also probably do. But definitely look at uh, Armagnac as a surprise gift for your bourbon drinker. All right, so this next one is going to be for the sweet tooths out there. So when we're looking at like a someone who likes sweet things, you want you want to get a liqueur um, that is balanced, you know, but is also got enough sweetness and alcoholness there that you are not getting, you know, you, you, you're getting, you're getting more than just the sugar that they put in there. Well, there's a brand that is made in Louisville, Kentucky. It's called Rivulet, R-I-V-U-L-E-T, Rivulet, and it is a pecan liqueur. It is quite simply... The best liqueur that I have ever tasted that was made in the United States of America. Now, I've spent a lot of time in France, Italy. I mean, they basically wake up and start making liqueurs at the age of three in those countries. I'm kidding, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like, they got a lot of stuff going on there. This is the best American-made liqueur I've ever tasted. It also won my spirits competition, the Ascot Awards. And I will say that it is an incredible mixer in a bourbon cocktail. So if you have a bourbon drinker in your life, they like cocktails, this is the best compliment that you can get them that's made in the United States of America. You can find it in a lot of places, including like Total Wine, uh, but you can also, I believe, buy it online. And it's a Rivulet, R-I-V-U-L-E-T. Now, you know I'm a rum fan. Uh, I am... I've written uh, my book, Rum Curious, and I continue to be a rum fan and explored. I don't, 
I don't talk about it as much as I should. That's mostly because the rum industry uh, really frustrates the hell out of me. And uh, it's it's an industry, that, you know, you don't feel like you can make much change. But that being said, that's a soapbox situation. The brand I'm going to recommend, and you have seen it on my YouTube channel. You've seen me talking about it a lot lately. That is Chairman's Reserve. Chairman's Reserve from St. Lucian Distillers is an absolute dynamite, legitimate, real rum, no sugar added. It has got the most beautiful, sensible notes of molasses, caramel, vanilla. I did recently did a live stream with them. Um, I picked a barrel uh, of Chairman's Reserve for Total Wine, and I can't say enough good things about this brand right now. I think they are just absolutely on fire, and they're part of the the good that's happening in rum right now, not uh, not the bad. So I'm going to recommend them all day long. In tequila, uh, there's really one brand that screams uh, holiday gift, Christmas gift, whatever, birthday gift, um, and that is Fortaleza. Fortaleza is this beautiful, delicious, spicy, ripe, uh, citrusy tequila just in every one of their forms. It's just, it's going to be either the best on the shelf or, you know, top five. I love this brand. But the packaging is beautiful. You get the packaging, and um, you know it, it's something that you could keep around after you've after you've drained it. And you know what? Got to be honest with you, you're not going to find a better uh, Paloma maker or uh, or margarita mixer than this tequila Fortaleza. So check that one out. All right. So now to the bourbons. The bourbons. The top five bourbons I'm going to recommend. This holiday season, I think these are going to be shockers to a lot of people who follow me because they're not they're not your um, run of the mill average things that I that I talk about, and it and they're not all they're not all going to be familiar brands. Bottom line is at the at the end of the day, everybody knows about Buffalo Trace. Okay, everybody knows about the Heaven Hill products and. Everybody knows about Wild Turkey, Four Roses. I'm going to try and take you down the road that's a little less traveled, and those in the know know, but I, I want to bring you somewhere else. I want you to, to, to think about some other products here for this holiday season. And by all means, check out those distilleries. Get something from Bean, Buffalo Trays, Four Roses, Wild Turkey, you know, wherever. But at the end of the day, those those bottles are already getting purchased for you. Those bottles are already in the conversation. You've already recommended them. You've already already requested them. But so I'm gonna, I'm going to go in a different route, folks. You're not going to be see, hearing some of those uh, big big brand uh, products. So these are going to be American whiskeys. These are not necessarily going to be bourbons, but these are my top five. Uh, American whiskeys to get for this holiday season, and I'll tell you why. Uh, number five, Fourgate. Anything coming from Fourgate, this is a brand that's finishing in their in uh, in additional barrels. They they are quickly becoming my favorite uh, secondary, you know, finisher with uh, with whiskey brands. I I tasted the their product on the Today Show. Uh, I talk about it all the time. It is north of $200. It is expensive, 
but they're one of the only products that I can say that's sourced, that they're doing things that, that are different, and they definitely have earned uh, earned that extra money. I think their stuff is complicated. I think they've got you know spice and sweetness in, in almost every one of the releases. It's complicated but balanced. I can't say enough good things about 4Gate. What they are doing there is, in some ways, the future of American whiskey, where they're putting an emphasis on blending and finishing you know, and that is, it's not, it's not actually the future. It's the here and now. And they are definitely by far and away becoming a house leader in that respective category. Big, big fan of Fourgate. So anything from them and you can find Fourgate on sealbox.com. I think you can also buy it from a few other places, but Fourgate is definitely one to put in the bar. All right, at number four, a sipper coming out of Willet that you can actually find. You can find this one, and you may not even have to look that hard. Now, usually Willet is known for their purple top, and, you know, those things are impossible to find. And if you do find them, you're going to spend an arm and a leg. I'm talking about Rowan's Creek, which you can get for 40 bucks. you know, sometimes less, depending on your market. Rowan's Creek... Rowan's Creek is clocking in at 100 proof, and it is a great sipper. And let me tell you something about this one, okay? So, uh, Willet did not start making their own distillate again until 2012. This is their own distillate now. And early on, when we saw the releases of uh, Old Bardstown Bottled and Bond, I was really excited about what I was seeing from them, but they weren't necessarily putting it in the likes of like Noah's Mill and Rowan's Creek. They were kind of keeping it to the to the Willet Pot still and to the to the Bardstown um, series. Well, now we can say that it's definitely um, it is definitely their distillate, and I think that the Willet distillate right now is showing far better than I had anticipated it to, and I had high hopes for it. I mean, I scored. Old Bardstown, 92 points uh, when I was with Whiskey Advocate. But this Noah's Mill, I'm telling you, there's something special about this. If you like, I told uh, I told someone the other day that this is the best pairing with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'm still a kid inside in a lot of ways. And um, Rowan's Creek is an absolute great pairing for peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm not kidding you. It's awesome. So get that. And I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of people who are avid bourbon drinkers that do not have this on their radar. They do not have this particular product. Get it. You will not regret it. And if anything, it's not going to set you back a lot. And it's going to be a great gift to whoever you give that to. At number three, we're going to talk about the return of Pennsylvania rye with Dad's Hat Whiskey. So Dad's Hat Rye Whiskey is bringing back Pennsylvania rye, which of course was this juggernaut, this iconic rye region that basically never really got its footing after Prohibition. Now, it did have some distilleries, and it did show promise here and there, but Kentucky bourbon straight up kicked Pennsylvania rye's ass in the marketplace, and they just could not compete and once vodka came on the scene and other white spirits came on the scene, um, you know, rye went the way of the dodo bird. And all those great Pennsylvania brands are now made in Kentucky and have Kentucky straight bourbon and Kentucky straight rye on the label. Well, Dad's Hat 
is a brand that has made an epic comeback uh, for the Pennsylvania Rye region. And here's the thing. Everybody likes a good story, but the whiskey better be good. And I tell you, that Dad's Hat Rye, I tasted it up against some of the best rye whiskeys on the market, and it went toe-to-toe. Toe-to-toe against Thomas Handy, Sazerac, uh, Rare Breed Rye. Um, It went toe-to-toe with some Old Forester Ryes. I mean, this stuff is not good. It's great. It's great, and it's got the back of Pennsylvania on it in the bottle. So you can taste it. It's great to see Pennsylvania Rye coming back, but I would not recommend this if this wasn't something I drank myself for myself at home. So check it out. Dad's Hat Pennsylvania Rye, an epic gift for a whiskey lover, uh, especially if they're into like say, trying something that they didn't know much about. All right, so here we go to number two. We are going to go to the West Coast in Washington, the state of Washington. There's a distillery there called Woodenville. Woodenville is really, really opening the door for uh, distillers on the West Coast. And what I mean by that is West Coast distil- West Coast uh, distilling has usually been reserved for like malts. It's been reserved for gins. Um, and, and I know we're just kind of seeing the return of West Coast distilling, but Woodenville is, is putting a stake in the ground and they're saying we can do bourbon and we can do it better. I blind tasted this stuff in a flight of Pappy. Okay, so a flight of Pappy, and it almost beat Pappy, by the way. It came in uh, a really, uh, I believe it was a close second. But it was one of those, It was one. it's one of those bourbons that you taste it, and you're like, holy shit, this is made in Washington? And then you taste it again, you're like, I really like it. And then you can, as you get more familiar with it, you can see uh, some separation and flavor profiles. And what they are doing in Washington should not be it should not be underrated or undervalued because that whiskey is so good. I've done my own barrel picks there. Um, and I'll tell you, Bourbon Pursuit's done barrel picks there too. But anything coming out of Woodenville is gonna be a great gift for the bourbon lover. Again, we're not trying I'm not trying to give you gifts that or gift recommendations that everybody's gonna have on their list anyway. I'm giving you a set of gifts that are different, that are not going to be on people's radars, that are not from the big distillers. Because what's the point of telling you to go uh, buy a bottle of uh, you know, George T. Stag when somebody can't buy it anyway? What's the point of saying like, hey, uh, get a bottle of Booker's? You know, I mean, every liquor store in the world is going to be telling people to buy the, that stuff if they have it in stock. So I'm going to give you, I'm giving you some like, some things out there in the wild that you can get either online or in person, and they're different. They're different enough, and they're going to impress whoever you're buying it for. And number one is probably not going to be a shocker if you've been following me long. I'm going to send you to the state of Indiana in a little area called Spirits of French Lake where they got a casino and folks are losing their money left and right. But I'm telling you right now, you're not going to lose your money in a bad way to Spirits of French Lake Distillery. They are becoming my favorite uh, bourbon distiller in Indiana. 
I, I did not stutter there, folks. My favorite bourbon distiller right now in Indiana is may not be in Lawrenceburg anymore. It may be Spirits of French Lick because the flavor profiles that they are putting out through grain, letting the grain talk for you in the bottle, the way that they are uh, distilling and getting the nuance of the grain, letting that barrel do the work and pull uh, the way it's just kind of connecting inside the barrel. I'm telling you, they are becoming awesome. I love what they're doing. And I got—I have to say, I think, I think the depth of distillation that they're doing there, this is one of the few distilleries where you see them making really great bourbon, really great Applejack brandy. You know, absinthe. I mean, they're making a lot of high-quality spirits. And you simply just do not see that very often. And they are just flying enough underneath the radar where you can get a bottle of theirs now. You know, so they're good. They're gaining traction everywhere. And this is a, a this is a distillery where I'm going to say buy it now while you can because they are going to get to that point. They are going to get to that point where you can't find um, their whiskey. You know, they are on that trajectory that you're not going to find their stuff in five years. But there is one release that they have put out that I tasted it and I keep tasting it. And I'm like, keep saying like, holy shit, that's good. I did it. Uh, I had it on a show with um, my guest, Matt Myers from Houndmouth. You may rem- remember that episode. We tasted the uh, William Dalton weeded bourbon. And that is a, it's so good. It is so good. I, I, it came out, um, I think they, that this release came out last year and then they put out another one out this year, but you can find it, you can find it on sealbox.com and it's just such a good, even kill sipper. I mean, just sitting by a fire, maybe you got to smoke, maybe you don't, but you're just sipping it. And you're thinking about that flavor every single time you put it on your tongue. You feel the uh, the wheat bread and a little bit of brown sugar over it, a little butter. Just kind of feeling it drip in underneath your jawline. It's so tasty. So Spirits of French Lick, the William Dalton released, is my number one pick for, for this holiday season as a gift. And again, if you're asking me to open this up to all the bourbon distillers and everything like that, you know what? That's not how I roll. You know, I want to I want to do something here that's special. If you can get a bottle of Pappy, great. If you can get a bottle of Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, those are epic gifts. You're they're gonna you're whoever you buy them for, they're going to love them. But I'm giving you a list of things that are very good to great, and you can find them and bet you anything that the person you're buying for is not going to see this bottle coming and they're still going to love it. So I hope you are able to go out and get these bottles. They're absolutely delicious. You're going to, if you can, you know, get some of the other things I recommended, that's awesome too, but do not get those damn whiskey rocks. Uh, The spiritless, you know, the spiritless alcohol. If you get that, you know, that's not the end of the world, but those whiskey rocks, good. God, do they just annoy the living shit out of most of us whiskey drinkers. But happy holidays out there, everyone. Right now, as you're listening to this, I'm probably, you know, uh, half half my weight is probably turkey and stuffing and pumpkin pie, and I'm just living the 
living the life with my boys, having a good time. But uh, if you haven't already, make sure you hit us up on fredminnick.com, fredminnick.com. We'll send you a sticker. Also, you'll be on our marzipan holiday list. So make sure you get on that. So send us uh, your address so you can be on the marzipan holiday list. But that's going to do it this week, folks. Be safe out there. Remember, no licking handrails, no licking trash cans, and vodka sucks unless it's been used for hand sanitizer. Cheers, everybody. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michter's American Whiskey, and by Heaven Hill Brands. For more information about Fred and his books, his articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com.